Hey guys, what's up? Logan here, once again, telling you about our live show. We have a few tickets left. It is this weekend, June 25th, in Maquoketa, Iowa, at 6 p.m. Doors are at 5. Would love to see you there. If you're in the, the eastern Iowa, northwestern Illinois, southwestern Wisconsin, if you're anywhere in the area, we'd love to see you. Come hang out. I really would like to sell this show out. We have limited edition merch only available at the live show. We have trucker hats, little mini D&D characters of our characters. Hopefully shirts will be done by then. Uh, they're being made as I speak, and they said they'll have them done by then, so I'm really hoping we'll have the special shirts done by then. So please come on out. Come hang out at the Tiny Pond Theater in Makoka to Iowa, June 25th. Would really, really appreciate it. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. There's a bar next door. We're going to hang out with everyone after the show. After we clean up and stuff. And then also the venue has food. So come on down if you're planning on coming. Come when doors open at 5 and get some food. And come hang out with us. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, speaking of merch, our new merch store is now live. Go to redbubble.com and search Lost Legends D&D. We have the new logo up there. We have the new Smoke Bomb logo uh, for merch and stuff too. Uh, so if you need update the attire and get the new logo and stuff redbubble.com search lost legends dnd uh, again you can join our patreon patreon.com slash lost sleep uh get bonus episodes stickers uh all that cool stuff uh you can play DD with us and all that great stuff also uh leave us a five-star review on apple Podcasts if you could uh apple Podcasts, yeah leave us a five-star review apple Podcasts. i'll read it on the air to prove i'm a man of the word i will read one right now uh, just it's been a little while since we got one, and it really does help the show grow a lot. It helps us reach a new audience, so would really appreciate. It. You've been listening for three seasons, like come on, leave us a five star, right? Uh, if you're from overseas, uh, you can leave us a five star review. It won't show up for us on our feed. I can't read it, but you can screenshot it, and you can send it to our social medias, DM us, and I'll read it on the air there. Uh, Lost Legends TOT at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz. So here is one from Athena Pendragon. Uh, also a Patreon subscriber. Thank you, Athena P Pendragon uh, Cassidy. I always laugh when listening, and the characters and story keep me engaged. Five stars. Hell yeah. Thank you so much, Cassidy, Athena Pendragon. Uh, again, leave us five star on Apple Podcasts. You can leave us a five star rating on Spotify. That helps also. Uh, really appreciate it, guys. Let's help grow the show. But I'll let you get back to the episode here, or at least start the episode. This is the last time you'll have to hear me talk about the live show. So thank you so much. If you come out, really appreciate it. Thank you so much, everyone. Uh, it's literally been a dream of mine to do a live show since I started podcasting three years ago. My goal was to always do a live show at some point. So thank you to the guys for doing it with me. And thank you for coming or showing your support or any way you can. Uh, really appreciate it. Honestly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much. And here's the episode. Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to Lost Legends Tales of Third, Season 3. This is Ben, the DM. Well, there are only three numbers. There's one, two, and many. My name is Theron. Did anyone else have like a weird rope fantasy? Kalanon. Magnet, your squire is absolutely brutalizing coffee. This is not going to brighten up my day. I'm Big Boots. I'm your new best friend. Let the mayonnaise embrace you. I don't you. need your mayo aid. You know, you know, the smell of shit and mayonnaise is going to just go right together. My name's Magna. Spumoni, spumoni. Who is a calling? On three, dirty water boys. One, two, three. Dirty water dirty boys. Water dirty boys. water boys.
Last time on Lost Legends Tales of Thern, the Dirty Water Boys were greeted with the hero's welcome for slaying the Kraken of Fenwood Bay. During the festivities, Kalanon met a young tiefling healer named Belba Whitfoot, who desired to give her life purpose by joining the ranks of the Coalition as a healer and a medic. At the same time, Theron, Big Boots, and Magna played the dice game 13s with the Herringon pirate captain, Sago Gamwich, eventually winning his ship and some additional gold pieces along the way. That night, our heroes entreated with Tripe Bluescale, the Triton emissary of Baron Finn von Deep Salmon of the Murky Depths, and agreed to go on a mission to meet with the Baron about current events. Our story continues as the Dirty Water Boys have been introduced to Baron Finn von Deep Salmon and are being taken to the back room of his palace for parlay. That translates to Welcome to Lost Legends Tales of Thern. Alright, everyone. Listeners, are you happy I got Kevin out sooner? I've had so many people <laughs> message me. Hey, can we get more Kevin this year? I know I forgot like almost all of last season about Kevin. I'm sorry. He's just chilling in your pockets as Well now he's got a little <laughs> a little grape jellyfish in his mouth. A little grape sized yeah. jellyfish. So yes, <clears throat> Kevin is out, he's breathing underwater, he's fine. Now the other guys can hear him, which is wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, how we been? Second episode today. Feeling loosey goosey, got our tummies full of uh, pocket sand and, and a pocket full of sunshine. Something like that. Sunshine. Feeling pretty swell. Two very different things. It has a pocket though. You can fit sunshine and sand in a pocket. Now, if explain, your pocket's full of sunshine, explain to me, Logan. I want to know how you can sand. fit sunshine in my pocket, please. Tell I don't. Me. It's a dumb song from Just, like 2008, bro. Oh. Yeah, well, first off, no, it's not a dumb uh, song. It's a great song. Not, exactly. Mm. And it's from like 2006. Jeez. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I, people make fun of ska all the time, but then like they'll sit there and jam that song, and it's like, really? Like you're making fun of ska, and yet like Pocket of Sunshine's of okay. No, I just want a ska version of that song. There probably is. Natasha Ash Bedingfield did not deserve that. But. <laughs> I have a similar reaction when I see people from Illinois waving Confederate flags. Don't get me wrong; it looks cool. It's a cool-looking flag. But we're in the actual land of Lincoln. Like, get yeah. it together. You know? My little brother who's like big in the Confederacy and stuff, but he's from Illinois. And it's like, he's like, I'm a Southern boy. Like, you've never left. You've never been south of like Peoria, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're Maybe not south a Southern of the North boy. Pole. Yeah. <laughs> like, Family Guys existed like four times as long as the Confederacy did. Call this podcast has almost gone on longer than the Confederacy has been on, been around. Yeah. We can call them the runner-ups. It's going to be our tagline <laughs> when we reach, like, six years. It's like, we've been around longer than the Civil War. <laughs> Gold medals, USA, let's go! <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, I just I always have, like, a very visceral reaction to that in the car when I see those. It's like, just cringe at the molecular level, you know? It's like, mm. it's like come on. All right, well, Ben, how are we doing? We, uh, we're underwater. Little fish boys. Heck yeah. You guys have those jellyfish on your faces that allow you to speak Aquan, which is the language of the uh, the fish folk. That'd be the, the Kuotoa and the Tritons, who kind of live together symbiotically, harmoniously uh, in the city of Taiferi, uh, their, their capital city at the edge of the cliff. Kind of visually, what, I'm, what I imagined when I, when I came up with this location was the uh, one of the, the air temple from Season 3 in Avatar. The upside oh. down one? Where it's like carved into the side of the cliff. 
and kind of like there's like buildings that kind of hang off of the cliff. That's kind of what I'm envisioning, but like underwater, you know? Yeah. Do we have an explosion man chasing us? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sparky, sparky boom man. (laughs) No. Yeah. So um, the Baron Finn von deep salmon, he's one of the Kuotoa. He's kind of built. I think last time I said he's built like Jack black, you know, Mm -hmm. so he's probably around six foot, like average height for a fish person. Because they're pretty large. They have long legs. As a Kuotoe, he's got like human-ish legs covered in blue scales and then like a fish person top from the torso up. As he goes to like speak to you guys, you'd see his eyes are kind of on opposite sides of his face. And so he can really only look at you with like one at a time. Um, as he kind of like blinks a little bit and like has to, you know, looks like he's shaking his head back and forth. But really, it's just getting a different view of you. I do like when we entered the palace, he's like, oh, hey, I'm, I'm sure you've been briefed on what's going on. And the guy was like, no, I haven't told him. We're like, yeah, we didn't really ask. <laughs> We're just like, oh, you give us a present? Yeah, we'll fucking go with you. Sure. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to go under underwater and see other places. <laughs> We're just like so ready to be kidnapped. Like <laughs> so ready to be kidnapped. Give no fucks. Put a, fi- put, a put a jellyfish on my mouth. See, I don't I don't care. <laughs> yeah. See if I care. So the uh, the Baron leads you back through a, a tunnel deep into the the side, of, you know, essentially underground here. Um, as this booming voice kind of echoes throughout the chamber, he'd go on to tell you about how he has summoned you for a matter of current events. He believes that some form of sabotage has happened. Current events, yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you'd catch that. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. I got your draft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're never going to get this episode done, are we? <laughs> no. <laughs> just go no. with the tie. Any, any hope? Yeah. Ah! Any hope for that? <laughs> Come on. Any hopes of that? Is ideas sunk. back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> you can just sit back and wave if you want, Joe. <laughs> As we float by. <laughs> and he turns his screen off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So, how, first off, uh, what's your name again? Shabadoo Gabadoo. Close. I wouldn't expect much more from a top worlder. Okay. He says, you may address me as Baron. My full name, Baron Finn von Deep Salmon. Oh, that's right. Deep, Deep Salmon Finns. Um, First off, how did you hear about us? And secondly, what is the sabotage you have? And thirdly, what does it involve us? Why does it involve us? Well, I suppose it may not involve you directly. But we wish for some top worlder vantage point, so you know, different point of view, as my mages have their their heads scratched. We have not been able to come up with a veritable uh, explanation for what happened, not but three days ago. You go on to say how you know there's the capital uh, Typhari, and then there's kind of like suburbs of it, like smaller Kuotoa and Triton populations, and then way on the outskirts are very small settlements. Um, so there was an explosion that happened near one of the smaller settlements, which was close to a uh, coastal area, uh, not far off of the, the, you know, as you look at it on a map and stuff, it would be very close to Nazara's tower. Um, just kind of like a mile out of the water near Nazara's tower where you guys stole the pirate ship in like episode three or four, I think. Okay. Um, a very small settlement of, of Tritons there. And there's some kind of explosion that happened based off what they could tell. But when they, uh, when the soldiers got there to restore peace, the entire town had ripped itself apart. There's like fish guts everywhere, people's hands covered in blood. I mean, people like like evidence of cannibalism. 
It's like the whole town just went nuts on itself. Real chum in the water situation. Precisely. Yeah, something something sounds a little fishy. Um, so you just sent your emissary up just to find random people to bring down here. To be fair, we don't have any contacts with the top world. Uh, what what are the chances that we get drug into this? Like, well, we trust that the gods would lead our emissary, tripe blue scale, to a worldly man who'd be able to know kind of what's happening. Maybe glean some insight on this travesty. Which uh, which gods do you worship? Neptune, well, it Poseidon. May sound rather odd, but uh, we worship Shethos, the goddess of chaos. Hmm. As the uh, the waves can be very chaotic, and you know, they kind of move and ebb and flow according to their own predetermined design. And we also worship personally. I am a worshiper of the god uh, the god Eärin, god of order as I try to lead my people the best I can and establish order and civilization here in the depths. Okay. All right. So maintain we, civilization. So you may not know a lot of the, the land dwelling stuff going on, but you understand we all have the same gods. Interesting. That's where I was going with that. Okay. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of a uh, two heads of the same coin. We, we worship and respect the ocean for its chaos, but within that chaos, we try to carve out some civilization for our people to thrive. Okay. Um, and you want our opinion on what's going on down here? Well, yes, we figured that an explosion of this sort certainly had to create some waves. And he just kind of like a lot of people died. A lot of people died. Baron. Yeah, unfortunately, we don't know. What are you talking about? (laughs) I like that. He uh, he says, well, allow me to show you what we found. He says they've determined the, the epicenter of the explosion. Look at some of the bodies, found evidence of like murder, cannibalism, ripping each other apart. Uh, He says there were two survivors that we were able to, uh, we found them. They somewhat lost their minds. We found them and were able to bring them back, hopefully to question them at some point. Because we have them just in the back room here. He goes and reaches the door and you'd see a, uh, another Kuotoa kind of slide the door latch as he looks through like a peephole, sees that it's the Baron. Then he slides it closed and opens it and uh, leads you guys into a large laboratory. Uh, looks like there's all kinds of potion vials and stuff on the um, you know, bookshelves. They got kind of a kind of a waterproof type of paper down here that they use so that they have like written word, kind of their own books uh, that they make. You can see the, the instead of leather, they use like eel skin and shark skin. And you would see approximately six. They look like uh, mages. They're wearing this kind of... Um, like flowing armor, you know, like, like armor and then like a flowing robe. And they seem to be doing arcane experiments at a table. You'd see a coral cage off in the corner, uh, covered in like a, a blanket and uh, tables full of different arcane, you know, tests and kits and that kind of thing as they try and uh, discern what in the heck is going on. Um, all right, Callie, you're, you're the best at deducing uh, information. I'll let you take lead on the interview here if you want. Absolutely. I'm just fascinated by all this. It's just, I don't, I haven't seen this in a while. It's, it's You've seen this before? Um, oh, just this type of arcane stuff because I've oh. been mostly dealing with Kerrigan. So let's go ahead and see what they're up to with an arcane check. Uh, that is a natural 20, but if you want my modifier, it is 27. 
27. Yes, you can see they're doing all kinds of magical tests um, to try and like uh, see what properties the metal has. The main table that the, you know, these mages are gathered around, you can see what looks like an exploded out canister. Like it's kind of uh, like flayed out and the metal is very sharp, starting to rust a little bit. And they're all kind of huddled around that. And then you'd see a test tube with a red liquid inside. The mages would go on to tell you that this liquid, they believe, they, they found it kind of the residue in and around the um, this exploded out metal container of sorts, and that they were able to use magic to condense it and get it into the vial, um, and that they've been trying to run different experiments to see what the nature of this alchemy is, that they, okay. they haven't made any significant breakthroughs. Um, one of them would point out that in the cage is the two survivors of the uh, of the explosion. Okay. Um, and we can go over there and we can kind of talk to them still, correct? Uh, yes. I, I'm not sure how much talking would benefit them in their current state, but you could talk at them. Actually, let's go over there. Uh, what are the mages doing as far as magic is concerned? Uh, they're trying to cast like variations of the identify spell mm. uh, to see what kind of magic this is. They also notice, um, they'd say that there are several, what they believe to be runes on the, the, the metal canister that exploded kind of where the epicenter was at. And they're trying to deduce the nature of those runes. Okay, cool. Um, I would like to go over there and look at them. Um, does my ring give me any benefit to reading the runes? Yes. And actually, even without the ring, you'd be able to read it. You'd see that as you kind of, you know, very gently, you know, they'd use mage hand cause they don't want to touch anything themselves. Uh, mm -hmm. They would flip over the canister for you, and on the back of it, you would see the symbol of a gold dragon head, and then kind of printed in common, it says test one. Oh, they just can't read common. Correct. Huh. Yeah, so that's why they're scratching their heads. They're trying all this magic mumbo jumbo, and it's not magic at all. It's, they, they just don't understand common. Okay. Well, uh, so it says test one on yep. on the canister. Um, the liquid that is in the vial. Um, and you said it's a red liquid. Yep. Thick red liquid. Um, Looks like it's about the consistency of jelly. What kind of check would that be? Would that be arcane or would that be? Uh, we'll say it, it depends on what you're looking for. You know, um, if uh, you're seeing if it's for... magical, that'd be like arcana. If you're looking to see like the chemical compound sort of, or like any of that kind of sciency bit, that would be more like a nature check. Okay. I was going to go with like the consistency, like what, if there's anything that, um, so I guess that would be more on the nat nature side of things, which I am presuming is what it's focused on. So nature, we've got a uh, plus three. So let's go ahead and go. Uh, that is a 12, 12. All right. So yeah, you've never seen a liquid quite like this before. Um, now as you go to like reach out, it's, it's kind of weird. So it's in a test tube. Test tube's probably mm -hmm. about six inches long, uh, maybe an inch in diameter as it goes down. And you'd be able to see, so like, as you get closer to it, it's like the liquid in the test tube moves away from you. Like you uh, are I will, a magnet yeah. of sorts, repelling yeah. uh, it. Well, I will step back and okay. then see if it goes back into place. It does. Yep. It immediately slides back down into place. All right. Am I the only one in the area? So there's you and then there's the uh, the mages. And they all gasp as soon as they see that happen. Okay. Hey, uh, Big Boots. Yeah, buddy. Uh, can, can, can you come over here for a second? I just, um, 
I have I have a hypothesis, and I need to know if it's been proven, and that is whether or not I'm taller than you, and I just need to be standing right next to you. <laughs> you want me on Magna's shoulders or not on Magna's shoulders? Uh, I need you on... I need you not on Magna's shoulders. This is very important. Okay. And where's your hippopotamus at? A hippopotamus is right here next to my feet. Okay. Uh, I, I will gallantly walk over to you then, starting now. All right. Uh, I walk over to him. Perfect, perfect. Oh, nope. Uh, I need you just right over here in front of me. Oh, um, okay. It, it, has to, it, it has to deal with the light. Um, oh, you want my best yeah. side to... Okay. Yeah, exactly. Taking a mental image picture in your head. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, right like this? Yes, just like that. So where do I put my, that, what do I what do I do with my hands? Uh, I need you to wave them in the air like you just don't care. Uh, okay, I, I flail my arms. I flail my arms around like like uh, Kermit the Frog. All right. So <laughs> Big Boots would have crossed the threshold uh, that I would have done. Yep. You can um, see the liquid moves away from him inside the beaker as well. Uh actually, uh, can you do a little bit of a dance? I start <laughs> skanking. Go and roll a performance check. <laughs> Suddenly the liquid just jumps all over you, like, it was such a good performance. 22. Yeah, so you start doing the, you say sk- stinky leg? Skanking. It's the ska dance where you like, kind of like a, a hardcore two-step, but more friendly. Okay. But yeah, the, uh, the, the, the fish people, they're very interested in this dance. They just kind of like, take a minute to breathe and you see all, all their eyes watching you as you do the dance. Just kind of like bopping their head along with it. Is this is this enough for you? I, you say dance and I dance. I, does this please you, Callie? You told me to dance. It's been through thirty five minutes of nonstop dancing. Uh, <laughs> I'm absolutely loving it. Um, but uh, hold on a second. They're more in, enthralled with the dancing than than the liquid. I mean, they're they're just stepping away from it for a sec. The, uh, oh, the, the mages. They're stepping away, and then Big Boot starts dancing, and they're like, oh, look at that. Top one. Right. Um, Got the little guy go. <laughs> I will attempt to get closer to the liquid while the mages are staring at Big Boots. Okay, doke. So as you get closer to the liquid, you can see it's really straining at this point, almost like it's almost like a, like a semi-sentient. Like, it's trying to strain within the, the vial, within the test tube, to get away from you. Like, it's mm. pushing against the inside of it. Got it. Um, I'm gonna before it it stresses the um, the glass, uh, the glass of structural integrity. I'm going to go back to Big Boots. And go ah yes no that's exactly it. I I've learned everything I need to know. I am in fact taller than you. I I just I couldn't tell after all these years. Yeah, I get it. You know your perception's not the best. You know it it's okay though. Someday you'll, I mean, you were, at least now you're better than Magna noticing stuff, right? Ah, oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Magna is still completely oblivious to, to most things, except yes. for potatoes. Well, even then, I gave him a pierogi and he, he scarfed yeah. it down like a duck. Oh, he, is, he just has bad table manners. I think it comes from his upbringing, you know, <laughs> demon child and all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Come over here and say that to my face. Magna, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. Um, with this, um, knowing that it's pretty much any top worlder because I chose uh, Big Boots because they're a gnome and they're not of the same um, alignment as I am, nor uh, God, so it has to be pretty much anybody. 
So I am at, uh, I will go ahead and try a, an arcane check then. Okay. Arcana check. Excuse me. What's my arcana? That would be a 18. 18. All right. So you feel that this is definitely magical. Mm. There's kind of a magical energy coming off of it. Uh, with a detect magic, what kind of school would it be? Uh, enchantment. And then can I... Actually, I guess it could be... Well, you could read it as enchantment or illusion. More enchantment, though. What's the madness that is stricken the two people? Um, well, so currently they're off in a coral cage with mm-hmm. uh, a blanket draped over it. Mm-hmm. One of the mages would tell you it's because they, they just couldn't bear to look at him anymore in this state, so they needed to give their eyes a rest from the horror. Okay. Um, but what is what is that horror? Uh, it would be indefinite madness. An indefinite madness. Okay. Yeah. It would also say oh. they've tried they've tried magically to cure this madness, but have had it's had no effect. Um, Big Boots, did you have something on that one? Um. So the the liquid moved away from me too, right? Correct. Oh. Um, remember how we're blessed by the gods and a uh, fog moves away from us when we get near it? Uh, yeah. And the people exposed to it are m- stricken with an indefinite madness similar to the fog we in- we encountered? Mm-hmm. Did they find a way to make that transportable? Yeah, like weaponize it? Yeah. Like a, like a dirty mustard gas type situation? I know horrifying. that fucking smirk, Ben. I know that smirk. <laughs> <laughs> that would be horrifying if that were true. Yeah, really would be, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, so we probably can't do anything for those people. Uh, for the... Is people oh. the right word? The tail, tail cock, tail chose? The, the, tri- <laughs> the tail chose? Tail chose? <laughs> the tritons? The, tri- uh, the people that are crazy, I don't know. The kuotoa? Kuotoa. Uh, Te ochos, te te cincos. (laughs) (laughs) The chat ocho cincos. Um, So they're probably mad forever. Um, And explains why uh, everyone ate each other and went crazy. I think we solved it. Yeah. Time to go home. Roll credits. Yeah, we're good. All right. Yeah, sorry, you guys guys are fucked. We're just going to (laughs) leave. Later, nerds. Yeah, so the uh, the Tritons would want to lead you guys over, see if, you know, since you guys know something about this, this magical madness, they would, uh, one of them would go over to the uh, the coral cage, kind of just yank the blanket off, and you guys would see that, as of right now, there's only one fish person left alive. Uh, they're actively eating the other person who they just killed. All of their scales between the two of them have been ripped off and put into a pile in the corner of the cage, just full on, like, like fishy flesh underneath as the the one that's alive you know he's like like full-on like just cookie monster in it inside the other one's rib cage uh, that's <laughs> disturbing and it will come up and look at you guys and you can see that one eye is hanging out one of his fish eyes is hanging out just kind of like by a string and his mouth is just uh covered in gore <laughs> ah yes he's got uh he's got ocean madness guys sorry he's got ocean similar eyes. to reefer madness very similar yes you, you guys, I think, I think the Empire may have been testing some sort of new weapon over, the, over says, the ocean. Empire? What empire? The, the, the Golden Empire. Never heard of them. It's probably for the best. 
Uh, yeah, so basically, so I asked about war. You guys kind of have some war with, like, local creatures. Unfortunately, topside, we go to war with each other over small squabbles, usually pieces of silver, like, pieces of shiny gold is a big part of the reason why we kill each other. Do you have a piece of said gold? Yes. And he uh, hold out his big fish palm. If I give it to you, I gotta kill you. I'm sorry, that's the, that's the rules. So, well, then just allow me to examine it. Okay. Right, I pull out a gold coin and let him look at it. Look with your eyes, not with your hands. Just kind of looks at it and says, are you aware that there is a similar pattern on your face? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's something on your face. It was burned. <laughs> yeah. I like trains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, uh, he just kind of is like, yes, yeah, just so long as you're sure. As long as you, as long as you're aware. Oh, well, thank you for, for, uh, you know, let me know. He would say, uh, so as, as it stands then, some top world society testing their weapons on us? Unfortunately, yeah, and we're at war with that society. Um, so if you want to join us and get involved in a blood feud that has nothing to do with you, but has brought you into it because they tested on you, you're more than welcome to join our side. He takes a minute to consider, and he says, I'm not sure how much use my people would be in this fight. We are numerous, but... Um, well, we're in a war of attrition, and so numbers are good. <laughs> from what we found, our coral armor... Even the best of our coral armor cannot quite stand up to that metal armor of yours. We are just now more or less discovering how to smelt and mm. uh, coming up with techniques to use that the heat from that fissure to our advantage. Maybe in a generation or two, we might be able to match the power of you top world societies. But for now, we've made a commitment to uh, keep to ourselves, keep each other safe, watch each other's back, as it were. How, how good at sh- sinking ships are you? <laughs> <laughs> Sinking ships is a whole other matter. Okay, I do think that you could, if you didn't join us, you could actually contribute quite a bit in disrupting their uh, supply lines for us. If yes. you're, as far as I know, they don't have any flying ships, so if you're able to sink a bunch of their ships, that would put a serious wrench into their system. Did you say flying ships? What in the world is going on up there? A lot. A lot's happened. A lot's happened. Straight bedlam. World War. Basically. War war were declared. You'll be our (laughs) U-boats. You'll basically be our (laughs) U-boats. How about this? We're going to paint the bottom of our ships a certain color. Can you see colors? Like, like, do you have that ability with your rods and codes in your eyes? Can we see colors? Of course we can see colors. Right? Google? Fish can actually <laughs> see, see better. Fish can actually see colors better than humans, uh, like on in, in well, general. Yeah, their, their but what about fantasy fish that walk around on two legs, Alec? That's true. <laughs> what if they can't see better than regular people's? Oh no! Yeah, fish can see colors according to Google. Just paint all the ships red. So uh, the rainbow fish from um, our childhood, like that, would have been like completely like null and void if it was just like or a lie. Oh, yeah, yeah. A lot of tropical fish are colorful, too, to let them know, hey, don't eat me. I'm, I'm fancy. <laughs> They're poisonous. That's why. <laughs> um, let, we're going to paint the bottom of our ship with this. No, because no, gold could get confusing. Um, red. Red? I guess red. Purple. I don't, like, I don't like red. Red's kind of a lame color to me. I don't know. Um, I like purple. Yeah. Do you know what purple is? You've seen purple before, right? Oh, periwinkle. 
Oh, Periwinkle. Periwinkle's a good color. Mm-hmm. Periwinkle? Never heard of him. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I'm. That's a color I can't... I just don't have Periwinkle on me. Um, we'll draw a symbol uh, on it. Um, what's the symbol? Omorukatal symbol. What? Omorukatal symbol. Oh, then we you accidentally summon it. goblins onto the bottom of the, <laughs> the bottom of boat. The weird <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna draw. What we're just gonna put D W uh, dirty D W B dirty water boys on the bottom dirty of every ship. Boat. Dirty water boys boat. Dirty water boat on the bottom of every ship. Any ship that doesn't have these letters here, this these runes to you. I know you don't understand what this is, but if they don't have this. Symbol on it, sink that ship. Starting one week from today. Yeah, give us a week. Give us a week. Every <laughs> ship that does not have that symbol? Yep. What if the enemy ships start copying your symbol? Well, then we'll come back down and we'll talk about it. Right, very well. Regroup, yes. regroup, regroup. <laughs> would, you, would you allow us to draw a symbol on your floor somewhere? Uh, yes. Yes, I think that should be fine. Okay. Uh, find not, like in he- not in here, though. Somewhere. Okay, we have in we the, have a way of returning here in the future. Or, there's another idea. We can figure out a way to con- to maintain communication with any er- everybody down here. Let them know which targets to go after. Yeah, that's, that way they're not accidentally sinking some poor fisherman's boat. Hey, yeah, everyone in our empires will have this DWB on it. Um, so if they sink. They're sinking a Golden Empire ship, even if it is a civilian. Too bad you could just have them sink Golden warship. Empire yeah, any any ship. ship that looks like our ship, but without this symbol. There you go. Yeah, so not like smaller boats. Yeah, smaller boats. Leave them alone. They're small potatoes. Potatoes. What in God's name is a pot- pot- potato? They sound hideous, ghastly, disgusting. Calm down, Max. No, we see here, young man. <laughs> Wait a minute! How do you know that they are great? <laughs> They're great. <laughs> They're great. That's the only adjective you can think of. <laughs> They're pretty okay. Alright, Tony the Tiger. <laughs> In the meantime, what shall we do with this vial? This foul liquid that has the power to corrupt my men beyond our control. How do we dispose of it? Is it? We'll take it. You will? There you go. Yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll take care of it for you, bud. Well, bless the gods. And at that, he smiles and you know, he takes his two big fish arms and like just kind of like he gets like big boots in one hug and Magna in the other. <laughs> just kind of hugs you guys together, squeezes real tight around the neck. Yeah. Not in a threatening way, just in like a bear hug type way. Praise Shethos. As, yes, praise Shethos. Hopefully the chaos you bring to this conflict will not result in any more lives lost of my people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ringing endorsement. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As the cave, you know, the the chasm just collapses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Typharian fish person means branded alder. Mm-hmm. No. no, yeah, so he's he's pretty satisfied. So the mages would use mage hand to pick up the vial very gently, and then they'd move it over towards you guys, so you could hold on to it. As soon as it moves kind of within about six feet of you guys, you can see the liquid, all four of you is be able to see this red liquid start to stand kind of at the other end, the opposite end of the uh, inside of the vial as it's trying to strain away. Here, Bobby, hold this. Bobby's oh, like, there what? You go. 
Yeah, just hold this. Hold it? Yeah. He goes and grabs the vial. It's still, I mean, he's standing next to Magnus, so it's still straining to get away from him. Bobby says, I don't, I don't like this. This seems dangerous. Only a little bit. You want to be part of the action. You're a part of the action now, bud. Put it in your bag. And he just, his eyes get really wide and he just kind of gulps. Looks at Magna for guidance. <laughs> he drinks it. <laughs> <laughs> He's gulp. <laughs> Let's go. Just put it in your bag for now. Once we get to the surface, we'll dispose of it. Okay. Okay, Dadna. And he goes and <laughs> takes off his bag, puts it inside. He says, you got it. All right. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, fish, fin, fins, fin, salmon, brook. Um, we're the dirty water boys. Uh, we represent uh, Atnan Holbrook in the war of the top side. Uh, sorry that the Lone Empire has done a horrible thing to your people. Um, yeah, if you keep your end, we'll come down and help you out whenever you need with stuff. You know, whatever. We, we've killed a Kraken before, you know, so. You'd see tripe blue scale kind of off. You're like, <coughs> adolescent Kraken. <coughs> yes, yes, quite. How many adolescent Krakens have you killed? Blue skull? He's like, well, I'm not the one over here claiming uh, to be yeah, a big yeah, shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm simply an emissary. Yeah, yeah. My my gift is gab, not stab. I have I have both. guns at you. Oh, you know, <laughs> you know, you're a man of culture. <laughs> Indeed, I know the ancient ways. <laughs> yeah, uh, I guess my plan is just to get up topside and let the let our army know that this gas could be coming. Yeah. Okay, okay. So unless they have more for us down here. Uh, no, that was all they were able to salvage. All right, yeah. Uh, Theron wanted to draw the the, the yeah. symbol in the throne room or something. Been drawing it this whole time. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So in so, the throne room, like off to the side, you're able to trace yeah. the Omorukatal symbol. And I explained to them how to use it. Like, uh, we'll come in and just kind of poof in out of nowhere over this symbol. And if you ever need to come see us, you just say the words Omorukatal and Omo get at least Rukatal? a yeah, and get at least a, a ten Arcana check. And you can come to us. <laughs> Otherwise, you'll just go to the last spot we drew it. So the Baron just kind of looks at you and gives you a look. He says, uh, Tripe, stand on that symbol. And Tripe kind of moseys on over. He says, say these words. And he kind of draws it out phonetically, you know, hands it to uh, Tripe. And Tripe says, what's an Omo Rakatal? And then, boof, and he disappears. I feel, I feel like either Big Boots or Magna probably would have drawn the last one at some point in the last year. Magna so doesn't does fail. Well, they'd be on all of our ships, for sure. Yeah, so whatever the newest ship you guys would have gotten is oh. would probably be the most recently drawn one. Don't I hope he wasn't sent to one with the goblins. <laughs> because we're not getting him back. We're not getting him back. Yeah, so uh, maybe five minutes later, he blips back in. And you can see his robes are all torn and tattered. There's like bite marks. <laughs> And uh, he says, well, I found your little green friends. <laughs> the welcome community treated you friends. well. <laughs> yes. They kept calling me this name. What the, they call you? Dinner. <laughs> ah, the highest honor. Yes. Um, they kept so- saying, we want sushi. We want sushi. <laughs> Uh, so whenever you want to talk to us again, just do that, okay? Uh, very, very well, yes. Right. As long as those little monsters aren't with you. Uh-huh. 
I just, I just see it like he was like, "Hello, I am here," and then you just gets dogpiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and no, he just showed up and been like, <laughs> "Welcome to the Alliance, my friend." <laughs> <laughs> so at this point, uh, Baron, you know, Finn von Deep Savin is gonna assume his spot on the throne. Make sure that you guys have that vial and you're taking it with you. I mean, since there's no saving this other survivor, and if they were to save them. By any, you know, like a wish spell or something, they are kind of beyond like health wise, physical wise. They're kind of, you know, they're gonna they're gonna take this person out back and give them the old Yeller treatment, <laughs> the old Lenny and George treatment. Yeah, yep. Do you see the bo- boat full of rabbits, Lenny? Do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we bid you farewell. Thank you for bringing this to our attention. And uh, one week, seven moons, seven suns. Until you start doing all that stuff to the boats. Is that the bright thing up there? Yeah, yeah. You know how sometimes there's light and sometimes there's not light? Yes. <laughs> that's called a day. Um, so when there's seven lights and no lights, that's when you can start attacking ships without these Give symbols. us 168 hours, all right? How's that this sound? tripe. I'll send you up to the surface every so often to discern how many Ds have occurred. Close enough. Tripe, you're, you're a man amongst men. I think it's time to go. Totally. Yeah. He's going to order a tripe to uh, take you back up to the dock where you guys came from. Uh, I'm just all out of there. Yeah, just go back to one of the ships. The ship that we would have brought. I guess Light either of way is Yeah. In that case, tri- tripe is going to just kind of deceive you off. You know, he's going to Omorukatal there with you and then he'll boot back. <laughs> he's, he's trying his luck again, huh? Well, it's more out of obligation. <laughs> I, I admire his bravery. Your total disregard for your life is admirable, my friend. Uh, that's a nat 20 on the Arcana check. Nat 20? Yes, yeah, so you yeah, guys are able to I got to 11 back. on the die, so I'm good. Yeah, you guys are good. Um, you boot back to the ship as uh, Tripe is there, and um, he would ask to collect the jellyfish on your faces. Um, before he does so, though, he would mention how, like, the, you'd still see it's like maybe four in the morning, five in the morning. There's like fishing boats still out in the bay filling up barrels of fish for you guys. And he would mention how he's always been very fond of this fishing village. You know, he kind of watches them from afar. He doesn't understand a lot of top world culture, but seeing these people happy makes him happy. And so he was actually the one that uh, corralled all of these fish into the bay, hoping to give them a lot of food to eat. And then that attracted the Kraken. So he's like, my bad. Yeah, it's all good. We killed it. That's okay. Thanks for giving us your cousins. Next time I'll, I'll do a better job of keeping an eye on the riffraff that makes their way into the bay. Well, we're leaving, so that's okay. Riffraff, yeah. the riffraff is leaving. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yes. As well, until next time. I can't keep the jellyfish tripe. Well, it—I mean, it needs water. It, it won't survive much out of. Won't survive for very long out of uh, out of water. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. It's uh, kind of alive. You felt that tickle on the inside of your cheek? That's it saying hello. Oh, God, <laughs> tripe! It's been an honor. Um. I give him one shiny gold coin as a remembrance of me. And I won't he even kill you for this. He kind of says, like, and this is a gold. It's a this currency. Ah, oh, yes, a currency. That makes more sense to me. So you can trade this for, what, fish and coral and undersea trinkets that have made their way to the bottom of the ocean? Exactly. Yes, very good. I shall cherish it always. Yes, if you have any string... Sure, and I, I don't know, cut like a length of rope for him, or Excellent. like unwind a little piece Twine. of rope so he gets like 
Yeah, I think it's a little piece of twine. I say, what he's going to do, you're just smiling at this, you know, otherworldly artifact that you've given him. He's going to bite, because gold is pretty soft, he's going to bite a hole into it with his teeth, and then loop the string through it and create a necklace out of it with coin on it. Aw. I'm going to adjust it like, oh, you got something, there's a mark on it. And I'm going to wait for him to look down and go boop his nose. <laughs> he says falls for it. He's like, oh, how unpleasant. Oh, that's, uh, that's, that's the Swedish goodbye. <laughs> I didn't think that was sweet at all. Oh, we do oh, things differently up here. Yeah. As a final parting gift, he's been authorized to give you guys a magical conch, conch shell. It's about the size of a shoe. There's the clear end that you breathe into, you blow into, it blows like a horn. And essentially, if you do that near a body of water, it will summon the nearest Triton or Kuotoa uh, to entreat with you guys. Kind of like a, cool. like a call, like a womp, a bat signal, if you will. <laughs> um, didn't Aquaman have that? I don't remember. Or am I, am I thinking of SpongeBob? I, SpongeBob I, I, with I, I magic conch? I'm magic confusing conch, yeah. the two. I think they both had some variation of it. Yeah, I think when they're in the box, and it's like the wisdom of the conch, they pull the string. <laughs> All right, yeah, this cool. Thanks, man. I just like kind of like toss it to one of them. Like, I don't want this. Thanks, Fish Boy McGee. Heck yeah. We'll and see you later, Nerdlinger. Collects all the jellyfish. He's going to salute goodbye and then fall backwards off the dock into the water. That's how to make an exit. All right. Uh, from here, the sun is going to go up pretty soon. So you guys have essentially pulled an all-nighter. Uh, how long? I mean, how, how would you want to play out the next bit here? They're going to load up 120 barrels of fish onto the ship. That should take maybe two hours. So if you guys want to like short rest or if you want to just power yeah. through it, do like a constitution saving throw to see if you get a level of exhaustion or not. And then um, you could like take a power nap while you're in the air. Like, how do you guys want to handle this part of it? I'm going to uh, take a nap. I'll power okay. through it. Okay, I'll take a nap. Yeah, I'll take a nap too. Okie doke. Uh, Magna, as soon as you say you take a nap, Bobby's like, yep, yep, me too. Yep. Just a real quick one. Don't get too comfortable. <laughs> I'm going to take about four hours. <laughs> yep. And then, Kalanon, since you're powering through, go ahead and roll a constitution saving throw. Um, that is a 17 on the die. So for a constitution saving throw, that's going to be a 19. 19? Yeah. So you avoid the exhaustion. You're able to kind of shake it off, you know. Not quite like Taylor Swift, but similar. Oh, no. no one can do it like Taylor Swift anyways, so... I just getting getting close to that is enough for me. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, so as you guys, the uh, you know, Magna, Big Boots, Theron, as you guys make your way to the ship to just kind of take a power nap here, the uh, the goblins are going to come up to you and be like, hey, did you see that giant walking dinner? <laughs> oh, I only got one bite of him, but man, slipped right, right through our fingers. Fish are friends, not food. <laughs> <laughs> Tall fish. <laughs> I still got a couple of scales in my tiny little empanada-like fists. <laughs> just so meta. Cross, cr cross <laughs> it off my uh, my bingo. Yep. Right. <laughs> empanada-like fists. Neither here nor there. Um. Hey, uh, gurgle scab. Yes. Great job protecting the ship. In the future, big fish boys like that are friends. Like like New Theron said. Like friends that you eat. No, you know how, like, we're your friends? Yes. And we're you also your edible. bosses? No, I'm not edible, sir. No. Um, no, you just, you treat them with the same respect you treat us. You listen, you listen to them of what to do like us, okay? 
Until so I tell you otherwise. So if fish person comes on the ship, do we listen to them or you? We listen to us, but they're like a little bit below us, okay? They're uh, mm. do you know what like a dignitary is? Is that like some kind of tool? Yeah. I'm going to sense. use my dignitary to grave rob. Yeah, you know how New Theron's a tool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're they're the same, okay? So Theron is a fish person. New Theron is a fish person, yep. And that means he is a friend? Yeah, for now. And he is not food. Not yet. Though he is edible. Not Someday. They're, 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 they're kind of piecing it together, slowly but surely. Yeah. So, uh, as you guys go to take your nap then, um, Kalanon, what would you be doing at this point? So, I thought I was helping... Um working on getting everything set up, loaded, making sure everything's going well. Yeah, so in that case, um, yeah, so they have a couple of wagons that they're using just to kind of like courier back and forth, um, you know, half dozen barrels of fish at a time. Each barrel weighs like 50 pounds. You know, the fish are inside and it's like salted, you know, like briny water to keep them fresh. As soon as the uh, the wagon approaches the side of the ship, you know, there's people that are like, they have cranes essentially, like pulleys that they're using to, to get the barrels and load it up. They would have about, by the time you you get there, they'd have about 90 of them loaded. So about five more wagon loads. Um, so would you want to be one of the guys pulling the pulley, or would you want to be, like, driving the wagon? Like, in what capacity would you want to help? There's um, a lot of different ways you could. Exactly. So I would probably be driving, um, mostly because yeah, I'll be I'll be driving, so I guess I don't know if I really trust their uh, ability. Yeah, they can do the grunt work. I'll do the finesse work. In that case, uh, go ahead and roll an animal handling check. Perfect. One of the uh, stats that I have put all of my effort into. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. I, I missed. <laughs> I missed, but it landed in my hand. Um, so that's a 16. 16? Yeah. So the horses, they, uh, you know, they're pretty docile. You're able to, you know, control them and stuff, get them to where you need to go. It mm. takes maybe two hours to load up the wagons, take them there, take the wagon back, load it up again. After about a two hour, you know, back and forth with the villagers, that would be around the time the rest of the party wakes up from their power nap. So Excellent. Magna, Big Boots, Theron, as you guys wake up, you would, could I have all three of you guys roll perception? Ooh, natural 20. Excellent. What? I know. We're getting a natural 20. I know. I know. So, uh, 13. You wasted on a perception effort. I know, right? Why Why on that? Why can't it be on an attack roll? I got an 11. 11? Excellent. All right. So, Magna, you are the only one then that would hear uh, commotion going on below decks. He's going to look for Bobby. See where right. he's at. Bobby is nowhere to be found. Oh, dear God. He's going to start mar- marching down to the under the deck. All right. As you get down there, you'd see that Bobby is um, tied up naturally in like the shitty goblin knots. Um, then you'd see a group of six goblins that are there. You'd see that one of them has a vial that he is pouring into shot glasses. Oh, God. And telling them Magnus, like, Magnus he's like, all right, here's what you do, buddy. All you got to do is take this shot and then bleh, Touch that Magnus, little dangly in the back Magnus of Magnus is going to throw his hammer right at that goblin. All right, go ahead and make your attack roll. And they reference this as cognac. You've heard about it from the top worlders. They're conning people into drinking this, then you immediately throw it up. <laughs> that is a 20. 
20? Yeah, that'll hit. So the goblin that's pouring the uh, the red jelly-like liquid from the vial into the um, into the shot glasses hits him right in the chest. Go ahead and roll damage on it. Uh, 15. Oh God. 15 damage? All right. So uh, that is going to kill him. <laughs> yeah. <Instant laughs> yeah, it pretty death. much collapses his chest right in, at which point he throws the vial in the air and it smashes on the ground and starts to aerate. Great. Magnus is going to run over there, grab his hammer, and grab Bobby quick. Tell him, Bobby to, hold, just... tell, tell him to hold his breath. He's like, holy shit! And he's going to run up and get the others. Let them know that it's <laughs> time to leave! <laughs> Hell yeah. So the uh, the goblins, as you go to leave, you hear the goblins start like growling, kind of grunting, making all these like kind of feral animalistic noises. Um, you make it up to the top, at this point, Theron and Magna, you would be awake. Kalanon, you'd be heading kind of back on the ship, having finished fully loading it with the uh, barrels of fish. And you all three would start to hear hooting and howling and screaming coming from below decks from the goblins. You mean Theron and Big Boots? You said Theron and Magna. Oh, nope, I'm Big sorry. Yes. Still sleeping yeah. forever. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you guys would all kind of coalesce, come back together, and you'd be able to hear all this, like, feral screaming coming from below decks. We need to leave the ship. The goblins got a hold of the vial, and they tried to feed it to... Bobby, we need a leaving or, or each get other. the ship out of here. Get the ship out of here. We're immune to dock. it. We'll just go down there and kill the kill the, the ones goblins. that are crazy. Yeah, or we could just do the simple. This thing is your ship. Send- <laughs> like I didn't think you wanted to abandon your ship. What is there like ten Which of them? What ship are we on? This Magna on- doesn't have Magna doesn't have uh, goblins on his ship. Well, we took the the light of Thebris here, but weren't we also using what's it called? The uh, other ship with the rabbits? Yeah, there's no goblins on that one either. Oh. Yeah, I, th- I think for the sake of story, there's like a few goblins on your ship. Yeah, every ship would have like a number, like at least 10 goblins on it. Mine would be all goblins, so it would be like 30. I guess yours would have a couple. All um, right, well, well, I'll yeah. throw down with some goblins. I don't care. Yeah, I'll pop down. Hell Sword yeah, at the ready. So as you guys go down there, you can see that the uh, there are six goblins down there originally, and several more have kind of curiously wandered their way in, totaling uh, 12 goblins. And they all, like, their pupils are, like, super small. Each one of them is, like, frothing at the mouth, like like rabies, you know. And they are just starting, they're, they're looking all at each other, like, which one's the weakest that they can take out first. And then they see you guys, and their mouths hang agape, and they just start to grunt and groan at you guys. Did you like say this is airborne? Yeah, we're so immune to it, it though. So. Yeah, but not it, not Bobby. So but if he's next to us, he'll be immune to it because it pushes away from us. Yeah. All right. Yeah, hit the ground, it hit the floor rather, and then it started to kind of disperse into the air. Anyone have a sponge? Let's soak that up quick. We could just breathe it in. <laughs> just breathe it all in. So guys, uh, go ahead and roll initiative. Ooh, waste of a nat 20. Fuck. <laughs> Big Boots, what was yours? Seven. Uh, three. Three? Hey, I'm not yeah. last. Uh, Theron? 27. And Kelly? 16. Like I said, waste of a nat 20. <laughs> yeah, I rolled a two on mine, and I was like, well, I'm last. <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right, All so, right. Theron, you're the first to react. What do you do? Uh, 12 little goblins are staring you down. 12 goblins... Oh, boy. Well, I pull out my sword and I swiftly run straight at the nearest goblin and swing. Okie doke. In like a upward arcing slash. Totally. As you approach the area, kind of the, the vapor 
that the mist that's hanging around from this red liquid vial um, that starts to like kind of push away from you uh, as you approach the goblin. The goblin's still crazy, but the mist is not touching you. Yeah, that's gonna be a twenty-five to hit. <laughs> yeah, that'll hit. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. All right, so that's thirteen damage. All right, so how do you want to kill this goblin? I did like an angled swing, so he's gonna like split, and then it's gonna be like I step past him and slice through him, and then the cool like anime thing where it's just like his body slides down and plops onto the floor. Hell yeah! <laughs> Very cool. And that's one attack of my multi-attack, so I instantly turn around and swing at the next nearest goblin. Excellent. He would hiss at you. For a 29. Yep. So he's sprayed with his the other goblin's blood. That's 10 damage. 10? That'll that'll still kill him. Yeah. Oh, jeez. These guys don't have a lot of hit points. I mean, you know. <laughs> that's it. Okay. Just slice, slice. I can do more, but I want the other boys to get some nice fun done, too. For sure. (laughs) Some goblin splatting. Been waiting a long time to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Heck yeah, after Theron, we have Kalanon. I don't really want to do a whole lot of damage, so I'll just do a attack with the staff. (laughs) One single fireball. Wipe them and the ship out. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I don't. I, I, I don't want to do like any spell that has an area of effect, and I really don't want to waste the spell on on torching these goblins. But like, uh, no, that's gonna be twenty. Twenty-one. Yeah, that hits. Yep. Yeah. So the head of your staff like kind of burns with a radiant fire energy as you unleash it on the goblins. So it should be four four d ten. That'd be two d ten fire, two d ten radiant, and twenty twenty damage. Pastes him. Or rather, disintegrates him. Just <laughs> smells like you get the smell of beef jerky just wafting over you in the underdeck ah, here. That's exactly what I love. Alright, that's gonna be it for me though. Heck yeah. After Callie, then we have Big Boots with a seven. Um, so two are dead. Yep, uh three are dead. Three are dead, and there's like seven more, eight more? Nine, nine more. Nine, nine yep, more. Twelve goblins total. Three All are right, dead. Uh yeah, let's do uh, Riamonth's Psychic Lance. Uh, they're going to be an intelligence saving throw. <laughs> yeah, about yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, uh, just one creature. So, uh, yeah, uh, the one that's, like, not hurt. One that's not hurt, kind of near, nearest to me. Okie doke. That'd be a 10? Nah, it's not going to get there. All right, 76 psychic damage here. Oh, my God. Yikes. <laughs> I need oh, to assert sure. my dominance here. How's 23 do ya? Uh, his head explodes like a meat-filled water balloon. Attaboy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Splat. Mm, if it wasn't for the fog, I would have just let Bobby take care of all of them for training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's my turn. Delicious. Gray matter everywhere. Alright, so there are eight of them left. Four have been killed. They have their, uh, their fire bolts that they can, kind of like the this goblin's racial tribe abilities they can shoot firebolt uh, like from season one they're going to essentially they're either going to target you guys or target the ship with their firebolt oh no Uh, big boots one of them is firebolting you the other one is firebolting the ship trying to catch it on fire from the inside that would be a 16 to hit Um, I'm gonna it's a so it's a it's a spell attack spell attack yep all right I'm gonna do a cutting word on that Minus four to the attack, so it'll miss. 
Excellent. Yeah, so he like, like right as he's about to shoot it at you, what do you say to him? Uh, gerber, gerb, gerber, gerber, gerb. I'm assuming he's he's insane. He can't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. So he's just like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> <And> he misses. <laughs> All right, we have two against Magna. Bring it. Ooh, one of those is a nat twenty, and the other is a nat one. That doesn't happen often. My AC is twenty. So the nat twenty is a critical hit. Yeah, twenty is always a hit. Oh, no, it's natural. No. You're gonna take a little bit of fire damage. All right, so Magna, that is sixteen fire damage. As it blasts you right in the chest. The other one is yeah. just like fizzles out. Let's see. Then we have two against Theron. Actually, hold that. Both of them are going to attack the ship as they just kind of start spraying fire everywhere they can, trying to catch oh, any boy. cloth and like extra. There's like a folded up canvas down here that's used as um, uh, sails, you know, trying to catch that on fire. Anything flammable they're trying to catch on fire down here, these two that we're going to attack Theron. Then we have two on Callie. Ooh, okay. One of them's going to miss. They're both going at Callie this time. One misses. One of them is a 21. Um, That will get there. All right. So Callie taking four damage from the goblin's fireball. (laughs) Oh, I love that. I love that for them. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then after them, we have Magna. All right. Magna's just going to go and swing him with his hammer. Uh, 13. That will hit. Alrighty. Uh, and I'll also activate Thunder Smite so that for the next one. <laughs> Ka-chow! So that first swing does 13 damage. That'll kill it. Just bash his head right off. And then the next swing, 22 to hit. Also hits. Alright, so the damage... That is also another 13, including Thunder Smite. Nice. Yeah, so we'll say the first one, your Thunderous Might hits it right, like you do an uppercut in the jaw, and the head just explodes upwards. Uh, second one, you kind of come on the upswing, and then you bring it down on the other one, and just crunch him into the into like the floor of the... Of I the accordion floor. him into the... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I hope he makes that sound, too. All right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so after Magna, the round resets to Theron. How many are left? Six. Like six? Okay. I will rush to the next actually I'm gonna spread myself out and like just make a dash action. I'm just gonna move back and forth around the room to clear out all the fog and then end up at like the nearest fire they're trying to start and put that out and yell to Bobby, get some practice in bud as I cleared the fog out so he could fight without going crazy. Okie doke. Uh we'll say so uh we'll say it's a survival check to try and put the fire out. Okie doke. Nope, not one. I'm on that fire. <laughs> yeah. You just had to make it. It's like, there's like the sa- extra sails that are on fire. You try and like fan out the fire and just get them on fire even more. <laughs> yep. Don't burn my ship down! Sam, Bobby's oh, yeah. going to come in swinging. With a net 20. Holy shit. That a boy. Yeah, he pastes a goblin. And uh, he does, as soon as he does, he pauses for a minute and looks back to make sure Bagna's looking. <laughs> Magna just puts his hands up like first kill <laughs> and he just gets this like big smile on his face as he uh, finishes his movement running up next to another goblin I bet Bobby's wanted to do that as long as I have <laughs> <laughs> for sure after Theron then we have Kelly okay and so the ship is on fire just a little bit correct it is mm-hmm. yes the roof the roof is on fire <laughs> well, then fuck it, fireball it's already on fire 
I mean, if it's already on fire, however, <laughs> is is it on fire enough to the where we should be having concerns at this point in time, or it's still contained enough where if you if you are able to put it out in the next like two minutes, then it would be all right. You just have like some stru- like a little bit of structural damage, a little bit of superficial damage. It's kind of moving right. in the next two minutes. It'll move some from superficial to structural. Cosmetic, got it. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, how many of these bad boys can we do? How many are left? Five. Five. Perfect. Perfect. So let's go ahead and cast this at a uh, third level. Gorgeous. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, you you right. You right. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's go. Great. An additional one uh, fourth, and I can do fifth level spells. Let's just go. Let's go nuts and go. Uh, fifth level spell. Take them all out. One fill. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's it. Uh, that's it. We're, we're we're tired of this. <laughs> so I will cast uh five rays. Uh, first one is going to be a twenty three. I'll hit. Um, so that's going to be seven points of damage. All right. So that does not quite kill number eight. All right. So we we roll again. Um, and that is a fifteen. Hits. And that's going to be another seven points of damage. There we go. Yep, so All two right. rays hit him sideways, split him yep. in half, fire-wise. Three, la- three left. Let's go ahead and go with the 27. 27 hits. Um, and that's going to be six points of damage. Okay. Doesn't quite kill number nine. Yep. Um, and that is going to be a 14. Hits. Uh, five damage. That'll That'll get him, yeah. All right. So we have nine killed so far. And one ray left. One ray left. Should have probably gone at a little higher level. That's going to be a 22. There you go. Uh, five damage. Five. All right. So number 10. He, he takes it right in the chest and he just kind of hurls and hisses and snarls, gnashing his teeth, spitting out like uh, froth everywhere as his like little goblin hair, chest hair is like burning and stuff. It's starting to scold it, scald him. Heck yeah. Nice. All right. After Callie, then we have Big Boots. All right. Biggest Booteths. And there's two left, three left? Uh, like two and a half. Two and a half? <laughs> All right. Uh, Barbarian Rage, I'm just going to charge at one with my trident. Excellent. Rolling a d10 for my Barbarian Rage thing. Uh, oh, it's a d8. Sorry. I lied. Alright, that's a four. Uh, magic, magic infuses your weapon of choice that you're holding until the rage ends. The weapon damage inc- changes to force, and it gains the light and throne properties. That's pretty cool. I mean, I already um, had thrown yeah. light, but still. Yeah. The weapon leaves your hand. The weapon reappears in your hand at the end of the current turn. Oh, that's kind of cool. Hell yeah. Alright, so I guess we're going to throw that motherfucker because it'll be in my hand again once I throw it. Totally. Now, that one that his chest is on fire, and, like actively burning... He's more concerned with that, even in his crazed state, so that'll give you advantage on the attack roll against him, because he is not paying attention to getting out of the way of a trident. Sure. Uh, Thrown weapon, it's your strength plus what? Plus proficiency. Strength plus proficiency. Uh, That's going to be big. That's going to be 21 total. That'll do it. That's only 1d6 of damage from the throne. That's a six plus the one seven plus I'm enraged, so uh, nine total. All right, so you throw it, and right when the uh, the outermost point of the trident hits the goblin, 
he is like thrown backwards like 15 feet just like explodes backwards uh, just kind of ragdolling it until he finally rests on the floor and dies the trident disappears and then reappears back in your hand hell yeah dude alright so there are two of these guys left <clears throat> I gotta say Magna this is this is more fun than I want to admit <laughs> I was gonna ask you are you gonna be okay with killing your own goblins I mean you gotta teach them a lesson once in a while if they're crazy pants it's, it's fair game <laughs> alright so this one's going against Theron Theron, that'd be a 16. That's gonna miss. Alright, so he shoots his firebolt at you. You're able to move out of the way, and it hits the, the ceiling of the boat behind you. Kind of like a like a ex- little explosion of flame. <laughs> then number 12. It's gonna go after Big Boots. Just kidding. It's going after the ship. So he uh, also just kind of fires wildly, um, catching another area of the ship below decks on fire. Alright, then round me, oh, no, uh, after me, it is Magna. Uh, he's gonna do what he knows best. Keep a take a swing. Oh. 23? <laughs> yes, 23 will hit. Alright, that with Thunderous Smite. <laughs> that will be a 17. Damage? Yeah. Yeah, he pops. Alright. Spray. And then there's one more, right? Correct, yep. Last right. one. That is a 26. Still hits? Yep. For nine. Nine. Okay. So you hit him, and you can see that it caves in his chest, breaks every one of his goblin ribs, but he is still barely alive. <laughs> in terms of how well he's doing, it'd be like a solid one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> and after Magna, and the round resets to Theron. Finish him off, Bobby, and I put out the fu- I go to put out the fire again, and this time I roll a twelve. Better, yes, you're able to start containing the fire that's on the uh, the extra sails down there. Um, able to kind of like like start to smother it a bit. Uh, Bobby's gonna go over and yeah, try and take another swing at this goblin. Uh, he's actually gonna miss. Yeah, so he swings, and the goblin, like, just kind of almost doubles over like it's about to throw up, but it just times it perfectly where he swings right <laughs> over this thing's head. And then he kind of freezes in place, and he looks back at Magna again, worried, like, oh, damn shit, it, did Bobby. he see that? Oh, Bobby. God damn it. Then we you have forgot Kelly. to yell, that's my purse, I don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know you. Well, let's go ahead and do uh, more Scorching Rays, just pew, pew, pew style. <laughs> Just out of spite. <laughs> I, I, I really hate it. It's just like Big Boots is like drop a six level. Calamon's like let's keep shooting with Scorching Rays, and Magnus like thunderous smite. Theron's like have fun, Bobby. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. It's all you, bud. This is a lot of pent up uh, aggression over the last three seasons towards yeah. the goblins. Sixteen. Yeah. To hit. That'll, that'll hit. Five. And he explodes. <laughs> Yeah, a little mushroom cloud. Little mushroom cloud. Goblin. Just a little, little goblin sized mushroom <laughs> cloud, yeah. So right. upset. <laughs> Another one? Sure. Alright, cool. Oh, I'm, I left. mean, if you wanna that was the last one, but I if was you wanna okay, just like keep <laughs> pounding his ashes into the ground, <laughs> like, I get it, you know? Sure, yeah. yeah. Keep shooting him. He's got some <laughs> demons in him. Uh, we don't I need this got him. <laughs> no, alright, time to cremate him. Keep going with the scorching rays. All right, like, all right, last so season uh, they gave you coffee, you know, so I get it. <laughs> oh, you're, you're right you're right um 
Alright, so uh, let's go ahead and go into damage control on the ship because there's effectively um, one minute and... How many rounds was that Four. after I asked? <laughs> Two? Like, uh, Two rounds. So, minute yeah. 48? Yeah, minute 48 left. Do we need buckets or can I just control water and just like course water through here? You can control water. Yeah, Perfect. I mean, you have 120 barrels of fish with salted water, so like yeah. you could easily kind of divert it from there. Oh, yeah. Callan on the firefighter. Yeah, let's just go ahead and do that then. Excellent. So I'll pull yeah. um, a manageable amount of water from everybody, so that way it doesn't uh, tap into the actual preservation of the fish, um, and get that going around, because that's what, a fourth level spell? That should be fine. Yeah. Yeah, so you pull uh, water from, from multiple sources... It comes in, starts to steam as it as it puts the fire out. Within a minute, with that, I mean, you're able to just kind of move the water from this area to this area. The water steams a bit. You add a little more water, pss, 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 putting the fire out, um, avoiding major structural damage. The ship, just the below deck, has got some charring on it and yeah. uh, some goblin remains. Cosmetic. I have two questions for the two. DM. First question um, is oh. the... Is the, the, the gas containable? Can we put it back into a liquid vial? Second question, more importantly, was one of the goblins gob, uh, Gurgle Scab? Yes. Oh. Yep. Gurgle Scab was the ringleader of it. Not that, that you're... Sucks. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, out of game. Yeah. Was he the one he was I the one. hammer at? We'll say yeah. <laughs> can I, uh, I, can I loot their bodies? Favorite, sorry. <laughs> can Get you all their ears and eyes that you want? Yeah, can I lose their? Can I see if they had anything on them? Like, have they been like stealing stuff from people or anything like that? Only like stuff that doesn't matter. Like, they stole like a button that fell off of somebody's shirt. They stole like three toenails. <laughs> How do you steal that from someone's body? Just an entire toenail. <laughs> I mean, like when they go to clip their toenails, oh, cl- and toenail the goblins clipping. are like yoink. All right. Um. Yeah. Is there a way to contain the 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 smoke, the gas? The yes. Yeah. So, um, you guys are able to. Uh, Essentially, contain it. Can I have one of you guys roll an Arcana check? Uh, 20. Unnatural. 20? Excellent. So we'll say that your character would know some arcane words just to kind of, like, you get another vial, contain the um, the liquid back into a vial, stopper it. It, it used about two-thirds of it, so there's much, much less liquid in there. All right. Much, much less liquid in there. But it, do we have to worry about, like, any that's escaped at all, or...? Uh, you get the feeling you've gotten all of it. Yeah. All right, yeah, about two thirds of it was used between the goblins and when it aerated. Okay. Couldn't we just pour this into one of the barrels of fish and just use up the rest of it on fish? It's up to you. I guess I kind of wanted proof just to take back to the princess to be like, hey, look oh, at this okay. shit, you know? Gotcha. I, I think it'd be, be able to, that she might be able to give it to somebody who can actually like figure out how to like, I don't know. Either negate it, it, reverse it, yeah. inter- engineer it to use it, or at least prepare for it coming to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, we were unable to come up with a, a quote-unquote cure or a mm-hmm. precautionary measure around the mountain anyway. So, like, I don't know if anything could be advanced, but we could give it the old uh, magic Doesn't school try. try. The old Bard College try. Heck yeah. So, well, at Magna, that point, how did this happen? What did you come across? Like, why did you immediately start swinging when you found them? Because when I came down here, they already had, they were pouring it into cups and they were going to pretty much shove it down Bobby's throat. And I wasn't going to, and did, I kind of had to move quickly. Did and you try talking? saying, hey, don't do that? 
Like you killed like my 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 best man. Besides you, um, well, I guess you are automatically best man at my wedding someday. Now, now, like gurgle scab's gone. Um, I am offended that I was in second place. Well, I was beneath a goblin. You, you left so. me for for four months to go gallivanting around by yourself. We're not going to get into that. Mm. So it's good vocab though. Gallivanting. <laughs> it's like one of my top ten words. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> No, I, All right, you know, I mean, I, sometimes a gentle hand's better. You know, it's better to spare the rod. Just sorry, at the moment, the Bobby was sorry. Bobby's more important than your goblin. So, I think he would have been fine. Like, you just handle the situation. And be like, hey, don't do that, please. Goblins are very reasonable if you outsmart them, and it's pretty easy to outsmart. I did outsmart him. Them. He just unfortunately you outhammered him. I did I outsmart them. Outsmarted. I threw my hammer faster <laughs> than them. <laughs> I threw my hammer faster than he can give Bobby the okay. the, well, the madness. I'll uh, you don't don't be surprised if you hear from HR later. Okay, HR might have a little. Don't talk be with surprised you later. if I kick all the Bobbies off my ships. I mean the <laughs> goblins. kick all the Bobbies. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> Bobby. <laughs> which which goblin is named HR and what's it short for? <laughs> don't be surprised. If I Hideous kick all the ringworm. Off the ship. Yeah. So. <laughs> How about that? They're walking from now on. I'll take him back on my ship. I don't care. It was just for the DM to put have fun, play with the goblins, you know? I mean, you know, yeah. whatever. Got to. Goblins yeah. are fun. You don't got to be so rude. All right. Well, the situation's taken care of. We can't take it back. You now have 10 fewer, less men on your ship. 12, but that's who's 12, going. whatever. I don't care. Goblins are whatever. They did the work of 10 men. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Heck yeah. As you guys make your way back up to the top top deck, you know, the sailors, all that, the, the crew, they're ready to set sail. The fish are secured. The barrels of fish are secured. Yoro they just act like up. nothing happened. We just slaughtered half the crew, and they're like, ah, whatever. <laughs> they just well, yeah, hear... He... Just another Tuesday. <laughs> Yoro would come up and be like, So what kind of fish did you say you had? It is not kind of exploding fish. Don't worry about it. Uh, it might be herring. You might like herring. Herring? Yeah. Yes, it sounds very tasty. As long as it is not red herring. No, no, there's no red herring here, buddy. Excellent. He says, what was explosion down below deck? Are you safe? Do you need healing potion? Do you need back rub? I can use a hug. A hug? I can do hug. <laughs> and he goes and picks rub. you up and like lifts you up off the ground and gives you a bear hug. Aw, you're a, you're a hug giant now. Yes. He says, what yeah. about the rest of you? You'll need hug too? You want no, me I'm to good. adjust back? I'm good. Well, if you could reconsider the offer, all you need to do is tell me. And he uh, kind of gets back to work around the ship as they uh, begin to set sail. The ship kind of like leaves out from the dock area, and then you're able to get it airborne once you're moving forward. And our second <clears throat> ship also. Heck yeah. 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 The Captain's fancy, the fanciest, what? Feisty, but nicely. Feisty, but nicely. <laughs> AKA bunny boat. <laughs> Signal over to uh, the Herringon Captain Sago Gamwich. He gives you his bunny thumbs up. Both ships set sail. Mm-hmm.